This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. It's Laura. Happy Thursday. Um, I hope you've had a good week. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to, welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. If this is your first time here, thanks so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate you. I am glad you've decided to join me today. So we're going to talk about the struggle because of course, you know, I, I had a struggle. So we need to talk about it. Um, because it's interesting what starts to happen. Because of my role in the world, my, my, the object of, of what I do is to sort of live, live my life, live the experience of my life, and share what I understand about that experience. Right. So it doesn't mean my life is tragic. It doesn't make me a martyr. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't do any of those things. It just means that and I, I still get to have a really cool life. It just means that I get to share the experience of that and then share what I figure out along the way because I bring my awareness with me. Right. So I think of that stuff like a flashlight and a map. Right. It's like having a compass and a, and a flashlight on you. It, it really just gives me direction and a sense of understanding of what's going on and where I am and why I'm there and what the purpose of the whole thing is. So whether I get it before, during or after is irrelevant. Eventually, though, I figure it out. So in this particular instance, I kind of learned what they wanted to show me after it, it kind of it kind of it, it they wouldn't tell me, right? So I don't get to know everything all the time, even even though, even though I, I have clairvoyance, even though I'm a psychic medium, I don't get to know everything all the time. And I get to live the experiences just like everybody else does. But when I bring my awareness with me, it means that I always have the map to get back. It means I always know, I always know where I am, kind of, at least somewhat, right? I have an idea of where I am in the process. So I, I, I was in the soup yesterday, like the struggle was seriously real. And, and I actually stayed there all day. And I allowed myself to, to, to hang out there all day. And I didn't, I didn't bother to pull myself out of it. I was, I was really triggered. I was really mad. Um, the, the struggle has been real. And I, I've kind of been in sort of it's been feast or famine, right? And so I've been kind of been in this famine mode for a little while. And, and, but they were trying to show me something. And, and so I was in it, not really aware of why I was there, but knowing that I was in this sort of famine mode, knowing, knowing that I was going through, that there, this was here for a reason, right? And, and there was, there was stuff they wanted me to catch. There were things they wanted me to learn. And, and I knew that I'm, I'm well aware that everything that happens in my life has purpose and has a reason. And so I don't generally argue with it too much. 
until I do or until until it, it frustrates me or I get I get annoyed with it. So they want me to get to a place where I understand certain things. So I had to go through this famine mode. And then yesterday I finally got ticked off at it. I finally was frustrated with it. And I, I, I kind of stayed in the, in the grumpy soup all day. And, and I, I didn't post anything yesterday, really. I, and I, I did some writing, and, and that was really all I did. And because the writing just, I'm, I'm working on, I'm working on the book, which I've kind of gotten figured out now, I think. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'll write another 10 or 15,000 words and let you know. But I, I, I wrote, I wrote a bunch yesterday. And, and that always helps. And I, I got, I got clarity as I was kind of writing the book and that was fine. And then last night when I pulled, when I pulled my, so I, every day I pull uh, from my tarot cards, I pull a focus card, an opportunity or challenge and a, a card indicating support. So the focus card was the 10 of cups and the challenge or opportunity was the wheel. And I, I had the Wheel of Fortune and I kind of looked at those cards and I was like, well, okay, you know, I, I can focus on being miserable, right? Which would be a reverse Ten of Cups, but that, that really, that really doesn't help me, right? <laughs> or, or I can figure out how to be happy and focus on that wheel and turn the wheel into an opportunity instead of a challenge. So, because the wheel is literally, you know, it spins and it can spin in both directions. So the wheel of fortune could literally be, depending on which way it's spinning, an opportunity or a challenge, <laughs> right? So it totally depends on, on what it's doing and which way it's spinning. And I wanted, I decided that I wanted to turn that wheel and I wanted to make it go in, in, in a better direction. So I said to the cards, I was like, okay, how do I, what do I do here, right? I, I had to get to a place I had to let my human get there really, but I had to get to a place where I was going to be, where, where I finally kind of was done being mad, was done being grumpy. And I finally just sort of said, okay, how do I change this? What do I do? I finally started to ask the right questions is really all it was. And I got out of being grumpy and it didn't take much because I was sort of like, okay, fine. It's a thing, right? Here's this famine thing. I've been in this mode for a little while, probably a good couple months, right? But I've been pushing anyway and doing and doing and doing as I always do. And and it wasn't really I wasn't really getting anywhere. I was sort of spinning my wheels. And so I got tired of spinning my wheels and I was like, "All right." So, I don't even remember what the question was that I asked the cards. But then when I pulled the, the cards for today, I was like, okay, how do I shift this? And I got, I got an answer. And they, they admitted that, that I had been in this little bit of a, a phase. And what I got this morning was rather interesting because what they said to me is now you understand what it's like when You are committed to the dysfunction. When you are committed to the dysfunction and the imbalance in your life. Right? Or when you're afraid of. 
when you're afraid of the dysfunction, when you're afraid of other people's, when you're afraid of committing to trouble or the potential for trouble, right? So when you're, this is, this is the idea here, the general idea is you're walking into something or you're going to make a change and you're worried about what other people are going to do about it. You're worried about, or you're worried about what might happen on the other side, right? You don't, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't have the outcome in front of you. You're not sure of what's going to take place. So, so you're, you're afraid to commit to, you're afraid that you might be committing to some, some level of dysfunction, some level of problem, some level of struggle. You're afraid that you might be sort of walking in and there might be a hole under your feet and you might just kind of fall into the ground, right? You're, you're worried about what, what's going to happen and there's fear there. So what do we do with fear, right? What do we do with fear? They showed me the Ten of Swords. So well, what do you do with fear? Well, fear you just move through right? So I knew what I needed to do. I just, I needed to make a phone call and, and I knew what would happen when I made the phone call. It, it had nothing to do with the action. It, it had absolutely nothing to do with the action because I, I knew how to resolve it. I just didn't feel, I felt like I was committing to basically that I was lying. If I, if I called and said, okay, I need to, I need to do this, and this is when I'll do it by, but then I haven't been able to meet those. So it just became a circle and a loop and, and I wasn't able to, I was lying about the commitment. I was basically just continually kicking the can down the road and not really getting anywhere. But that's it. So the deal became that I learned about what happens when you're afraid of commitment. In my case, afraid of commitment to stability or afraid of committing to more dysfunction or afraid of losing the stability that you have. You can interpret it a hundred ways and it's all essentially the same the same fear. It's, it's just the fear of what happens if. It's a fear of going in a loop. It's a fear of a cycle. Unconscious repetition of a cycle. Now, I know what to do with fear because I knew what I needed to do and I knew what would happen when I did it and that was fine and I, there was no issue with that. It was, it was cool, right? So that's where awareness kicks in because I, I don't, I just ignore I ignore it. I ignore the, I ignore the, the sudden change. I, I just ignore the, the whatever, right? I, I don't pay real, pay much attention to fear. Even though I was pissed off yesterday, I don't really pay attention to fear. I just, I, I move through that and I do it anyway. So that part doesn't bother me, right? So, so I just, I move through it anyway, right? So that's where awareness comes in because I, I know what to do, right? And I'm not, I don't get caught in the fear. I don't stay there, right? So that's, that's me moving through it. So I move through it easily enough and it's fine, but I had to wait. I had to wait. And this is why I sat in it yesterday was because I had to wait until I understood it. 
I had to wait until I knew for sure that I understood what was happening and why it was happening, what the imbalance was, what the problem is, why the fear is there and what creates that fear, right? And so that was what I did yesterday. I sat in it. I was really pissed off. I was triggered. There were even tears. I don't do that very often, but there they were. And I was like, I can't do this while I'm, while I'm in this space. I need to allow this to pass, right? I, I, can't, I can't fix it from here. I have, to allow, I have to allow my human self to kind of catch back up again. I have to allow my human self to have the moment. And it's totally fine. It's totally fine, right? The, the trick with those moments is you don't stay there. You don't, you don't stay there. You don't unpack and live there. You do not hang out in that space, right? It's okay that you get to be there for a little bit. It's okay to be there for a day or two. You can be there for a week. It's fine. But at some point, you have to decide, right? So when you get, when you get in those spaces, you have to be aware that you're there. Right? So I'm always aware. I'm hyper aware of where I am. So I, I, I know I'm in that space. I know I'm grumpy. And I just acknowledged it. And I just said, you know what? It might be temporarily disempowering, but it's not going to stop me. I'm not going to let it stop me. It, it might be temporarily disempowering. It might temporarily slow me down a little bit. That's fine. But it won't stop me because I'm not going to stay here. Right? I just need to understand it. I need to understand it. And that's the whole point of the, the journey for me, is the understanding of everything that happens in my life, and then sharing it out and generalizing it, because it really isn't about the scenarios and circumstances in my life. It, it's not about those things. It's very generally what happens when you're afraid of, of committing to something. When you're afraid to commit to anything. Or when you're afraid of committing to dysfunction. When you're afraid of committing to more trouble. And, and creating imbalance. Right? Or creating stable balance. And stable change in your life. All of those things are hard. And so that's the conversation that we have. Right? The circumstances in my life don't matter. It's that fear of commitment, fear of committing to the change. But the thing is, is I don't pay so much attention to the change. <laughs> I don't pay attention to fear, right? We don't, we don't focus there. So even if I get grumpy, I'm not going to allow myself to stay in that space because it doesn't serve. There's no purpose to it, right? We're going to hang out. We're going to let the human catch up. And then we're going to be like, okay, what is going on? What is this about? Why am I here? What's the point of this adventure? <laughs> right? What's going on? Right? So even with awareness and even with clairvoyance, even with the ability to see outcomes, and I knew what the outcome would be, but even just to see that, even, even knowing that, the human still goes through these points of mad grumpy, frustrated, upset. The human still has that. 
we always acknowledge the human, right? We always allow the human to have the moments. We allow that. It's okay. It's okay. It's temporary slowdown. It's temporary setback. It is not the end of the world. We allow it. But we can't let the human unpack and live there. Somewhere, whether it's days or a week, whatever, but we have, or even hours, we have to move forward. We can't stay here. Right? And yet, and last night I was literally just like, well, you know I'm going to fix this. But, you know, but now help me understand what's going on here. You already know I'm going to do what I need to do here. It's fine. But just tell me what I need to know. And that was when they gave me all the clues. And I went, oh, cool. Neat. Right? Because it's not about me getting stuck in the experiences anymore, right? Because I won't. I'll move. Because I'm not afraid of, of pushing through things. I'm not afraid of, I'm not afraid of the fear. I don't care. I'll just go. It, it doesn't bother me. But it's what I get to learn from being in the, in the mud puddle for a while. Fear, right? And fear of commitment and fear of change, right? But I don't even pay attention to the change. The new beginning is cool. I don't even acknowledge that, right? Right? We just stay present. We focus on, we focus on here. Okay, what do I need to do now? And what changes, what, what, what happens right now? What, what's, what do I do to move forward? It's the only thing we focus on, right? So I get to go through experiences to be able to share them with you and talk about what to do, what do you do in the fear of commitment? What do you do when you're afraid of committing to anything, to any sort of stability, any sort of stable change in your life, any sort of commitment at all? What do you do? And the thing is, is sometimes other people will give you their dysfunction, right? So other people, and I, I talk about this all the time, when you want to go, and I use skydiving, and the reason I use skydiving is because it, there's no middle. People either want to do it, or they're like, why would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane? There is zero middle ground. There's nobody out there going, maybe, right? <laughs> they, they either want to or they don't, and, and there's very little middle. So I use it as one of those one of those examples of sort of the extreme of it, right? Because there's people in two camps, the, the I will or I won't, right? And that's it. Those are the only options. So if you decide you want to go skydiving and you go talk to your friends and random people around you, you're going to get one of two answers. You're going to get, why the heck would you want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane? Or you're going to get, hey, let's go, right? Or I'll recommend an instructor or I'll do this and that and the other thing or I'll go with you, right? you're going to get one of two options. So when you decide to do that, when you make that choice to go skydiving, do you go look for all the people that are going to tell you you're nuts? Or do you go look for people that are going to support you in the process? Do you go join the anti-skydiving Facebook group, if there is one? Or do you go find people that skydive regularly? 
Do you go find a skydiving Facebook group that surrounds you and people that will support that journey for you? And that will give you advice and offer help, right? Which one do you do? So when you're committing to anything, when you're making a choice to do anything in your life, whether it's get into a relationship, get a new job, go back to school, move to a new country, whatever it is you want to do, no matter how big or little, do you surround yourself with people that are supporting you on that journey? Or do you just take the crap people throw at you? Do you just take on the crappy opinions of people that are afraid of it themselves? Right? Or that had a bad experience or that are still bitter or whatever it is. What do you do? Which set of advice are you taking on? Which one? Because that's the key. When you go to do something, if you're looking for support around you, then you better make sure you actually get support. And you better make sure that you recognize that when people throw pain at you, when people throw negativity at you that you can't or you shouldn't or you're not supposed to or that's not going to work or whatever, when you get that back, that you recognize that as pain. Those are snowballs. You recognize them for what they are. And then you go find people that aren't throwing snowballs. If you're considering getting married, you don't go talk to all your divorced friends that are still bitter. That doesn't work. And you're not going to get positive feedback from that. You go find the couple that's been married for 50 years and they're still in love with each other and you talk to them. Because they're going to tell you, they're going to support you in that journey. They're going to tell you what you need to know. To make it work. Not to be bitter. And not to end up divorced. So what are you going to do? Right? You get to pick one. It's easy to find people that are bitter. It's easy to find people that are grumbly. But when you're working through things, when you want to make some kind of a change in your life, and it doesn't matter how big or small that change is, you need to look for people that are willing to support the journey. And that's why people like me show up. Right? Because if you tell me you want to go skydiving, I'm not going to project it to you that I don't want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. I'm going to tell you to go for it. I might tell you I wouldn't do it, but I would never stop you. Because I'm aware of myself. I'm aware of that. That just because I wouldn't do it doesn't make it wrong or bad for you to do. I don't have to judge. I get to just simply support from wherever you are to wherever you want to go. My job is to support that. And the only question I'm going to ask you is, will that make you happy? Is this what you want? Because if you're doing things 
from trigger, from pain, and they're making you miserable and they're making you more unhappy, then I'm going to say, what the heck are you doing? Because I don't want you to create from pain. I want you to create positive experiences that you're happy in and happy with. I want you to create experiences that allow you to be okay. I want you to understand what created the pain and how to fix that, how to change that for yourself so that you can feel better more often. Right? So these are the experiences that I offer you. That's the journey. And yes, I do it by myself a lot, all the time. Because I've taught myself how to do that. Because I started from a place where I didn't have people around me. <laughs> I didn't have people around me to support the journey. I didn't have people around me that would get it. But there's nothing wrong with finding support. There's nothing wrong with looking for people that will support the journey for you. Whatever that journey looks like. It's okay to go on the journey. You bring your awareness with you. I don't play in fear. We don't, I don't argue with that. Right? I don't really play in the fear. I see it now and I'm just like, whatever, we're just going to do it anyway. See what happens. <laughs> I'm happy to wing it. <laughs> right? Because I've learned that those little leaps, those little jumps, I'm happy to jump into the change. And I've learned, I've learned that when I'm looking off that cliff and I see the, what I think are supposed to be rocks at the bottom, they're really foam <laughs> and you bounce <laughs> and, and it's not a big deal, but you got to get there and not everybody is there yet. And so they get to the cliff and they look down and they see sharp, sharp pointy objects. Okay. That's scary, right? You, you, you dip your toe in the pool and the water's cold and you're like, I want to get in there. Right. I get it. I get it because I used to look down and think the same thing. I used to look at, I used to dip my toe in the water and yeah, it's cold. But then I just learned. I learned that the cold pool was no more dangerous than the foam at the bottom of the cliff. I learned that there wasn't a problem. That those little jumps, the jumping into the cold pool, the skydiving off the edge of the cliff, no big deal. No big deal. But we like to convince ourselves it's a problem. <laughs> right? And the human even gets caught in it sometimes. Oh yeah, it's a problem, all right. right? Human even gets stuck there. Cool. But be aware of yourself, right? I was aware of myself all day yesterday. I was pissed off. But I understood that I had to allow myself to be there. 
I just knew I had to allow myself to be there. I didn't totally know why, but I had to allow myself to stay in that. That wasn't something I could push through yesterday. I just had to allow it to be there for a day. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not wrong. It's not bad. It just is, right? So we don't beat ourselves up. There's no hammer, <laughs> right? We don't beat ourselves up for anything. We just wing it. We go with it. We allow it to be there. Okay, cool. I need to stay here. Okay. Right? And we don't question it. Right? We allow ourselves to be there. And then. Right? And finally, like 10 o'clock last night. Okay, let's change this. <laughs> right? Because I needed to. And I knew what I needed to do. And I knew I needed to be ready to get up this morning and do what I needed to do. And, 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 and that's fine. So I shifted it last night. Late last night, but I shifted it last night. I do a lot of things at 10 o'clock at night. My favorite time of the day. But that's the process. And you just get okay with it. Stop arguing with the fear. Stop arguing with the doubt. Just stop arguing with it. Let your human have a moment and then move on. Give yourself what you need. Right? For me yesterday, I had, to, I had to literally wait and then ask the right questions. And then eventually I got the answers. And you will too. You can get the answers too. It's not just for special people. You can get the answers too. Everybody has access to all of the same stuff that I can do. There's nothing, there's nothing I'm doing that anybody else can't do. It's just a question of whether or not you're open to it. And whether you're willing to go on the journey. And as always, I'm here to support that journey. Whatever direction you want to take, I got your back. All right, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe from whatever platform you're listening to me on. I hope you enjoyed my ramblings yet again today. Thank you so much. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Have a great weekend and long weekend. Happy to July 4th to those that will be acknowledging that holiday on Monday, I guess. And happy Canada Day tomorrow to my Canadian friends that are celebrating our own version of July 4th. Have a good one, everybody. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.